this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome. It is Friday night and uh, we didn't have chance for uh, Matta to uh, spray paint out Kevin's name and uh, put her name instead because Kevin is not here tonight, unfortunately. But we are and we're going to have some fun. Um, we are, uh, we've got three great projects that uh, we're going to take a look at and... Wow, it's been a long week. How's, how's everybody else's week going? <laughs> it's late. I know it's late for you, Matta. Uh, I'm alive and not on fire, so that's always a win. How about you guys? I think long is the right word. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Right. I am exhausted, but I'm I'm happy to be here with you guys. Thank you guys for having, having us. Yeah, thank well, you. Thanks, everyone, for coming on. Um, so why don't we go ahead and just jump into it? Uh, yeah, totally Kevin Joseph down there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll start up on the top here. So, uh, Anthony, uh, Mastefka, uh, if you wouldn't mind giving us, if you know, if, if you were hanging out at a con, you know, those in-person things that maybe we're starting to do again, I don't know, and right. someone walks by your table, what would you say to them besides, you know, hey, you, uh, <laughs> do you like <laughs> comics? Uh, what would you say to them to get them interested in, in your project? Um, I, so I would, I would foremost like to say Tom is inspired by things like D&D and Cowboy Bebop, uh, Saga, X-Men. We pull from like a bit of things, but um, I feel like if you like any of those things, you would like Found. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, found is a space fantasy series. It's about identity and destiny and found family. Yeah. 
I feel like All that's right. the short and sweet of it. All right. Awesome. All right. We'll move around again. Uh, Damien, what, uh, what would you say to, you know, grab the attention of a, of those very finicky con goers, you know, that we've all seen before. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, just like, um, they said, uh, my story as well is a, is a huge sci-fi story. Well, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a smaller scale, but it's pretty huge. Um, but in a nutshell, it is Radiant Black or Power Rangers meets God of War. It's a, it's a simple story with hopefully, if I, if I write it well, very complex story. I mean, characters, very complex characters. All right. Awesome. And now we are to our temporary co-host who's been here several times, who has an awesome yes. project with great oh, art. Thank you. And uh, so, Ada, tell us about Sacrimony. I would say to people, do you want to watch dysfunctional families and incredibly shitty gods try to go about their day? Nice. <laughs> Straight to the point. We, we do want to see that. And then you've also got another one that I, that I really love. It's a story about life, love, uh, and death in no particular order. Yes, that is it. <laughs> I've loved That's that one since I think you Was that your first, first campaign? Uh, yeah, I think I, I will. I, I joined the uh, Explain Yourself-ness uh, in the second campaign, but I'm okay, pretty sure okay. you had backed the first campaign as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm And we, we did the mastermind thingy also. So we, we, That's right, yeah. we go way back. We go way back. We do. We're like this. Totally yeah, like we, that. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Um, tell you what, let's. Let's go ahead and jump into Sacrimony, if that's all right. And oh, yeah, we'll, sure. we'll take a look. So can all you right. perhaps share your screen for me? I can just make sure all of the tabs are closed. That's right. We, <laughs> we, we, had, the, we had the safety discussion earlier. Yes, we did. I appreciate that. Let's see which. Uh, present down at the bottom. Yes, yes. It's it's like, oh, I, I have two monitors also. So it's like, do you want to share from this other monitor? <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's, let's allow this. There we did it go. work? It did. I All right. It. Yes. So this is my campaign. It is for Sacrimony 1 through 5 because I've been at this for a while. And oh, yay, I got 116. Last I checked, I was at 114. So putting a picture of my cat and saying it's his birthday and that he wants you to back Sacrimony up on the internet totally worked. There you Amazing. Go. Write that down. Yeah, cat pictures, dudes. It works. Like if it's not even your cat, just put someone else's cat. I promise you, it'll work. I'm I'm a dog person, so. Oh, you know, dogs too. People love animals. Put like a fucking cockatiel. People go for it. You do a lot of dog walking, so we can kind of work through a whole wheelhouse, right? It's like renting a dog, but getting paid to rent a dog. It's amazing. Perfect. Yes. And, and it does double duty, because then you can put their pictures and be like, this dog wants you to back my campaign. Yeah, <laughs> you know? <laughs> working while you're working. Anyway, so, yep, this is my campaign. It is a fantasy drama about love, life, and death in no particular order. And it's the story of a single immigrant mom who is trying to live a, a normal life with her demon-winged daughter who mysteriously rose from the dead. Uh, nice. That can't get complicated, right? Oh, of course not. That sounds like, incredible. <laughs> pretty so, common yeah, I mean, family dynamic. Right, right. Totally not dysfunctional. Nothing's going to go wrong there. I got all my add-ons, my fancy covers. 
Uh, what what do I want to call attention to here? Oh, I got to get rid of this early bird thing. It's it expired a while ago and I still have it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, the premise is like, Kajad is dead, but now she's alive again. So what's the catch? Because there's always a catch. And she has no memory of her past, no idea why she has magical powers, or why she has demon wings that she has to hide from society. And her mom is the only one who can kind of sort of answer that, but like, she would rather not because she just wants to like, you know, flee the past as far as possible or pretend that nothing weird happened and try to live a normal life. But I mean, come on, it's, their lives are not going to be normal. Uh, so yeah, it's a campaign for books one through five. Like I said, you can get all five books in the thing for like physical books. I'm doing them for like 23 because I really want people to just get into the goddamn series. Like yeah. it's so hard <laughs> to get people to read things at this point because they're like, oh, it's five books. It's going to be a lot of money, you know, so I'm, I'm trying to keep like the point of entry really low for them so that they just like get into it and get through like this first story arc, which is like super important. So you get the all encompassed on all encompassing like what the fuckery that sacrimony is it's <laughs> a good call yes and actually uh mr real actual kevin joseph gave me a very nice pull quote that was a world filled with gods and magical races that is able to switch from silly fun to sharp social commentary with a deafness rarely seen and i was like wow that is giving me a lot of fucking credit you guys <laughs> i appreciate that Kevin's here still in spirit. Thanks. He Kevin. he is. He's always here. Uh, so I got my covers here, which I did a chrome holofoil for this one that I'm looking forward to printing. There's a standard one. And I kind of do these like sexy, silly ones just because they're they're ridiculous and they're also fun to draw. Uh, how, how, uh, how's the chrome holofoil going? I mean, have you you've got it all, I guess, the art done for it, but you ha have you you know priced it out and how, how's that working out? Uh, yeah, I priced it out already. I got quotes from two different places. So depending on like how many books I get total, I'll pick the place afterwards. But like, it's it's all pretty reasonable. And like, I priced it at 25, I believe, which I have no idea if that's a good price or not. But I'm, people are <laughs> buying it. So I'm like, yay. Good job. <laughs> 25 or 30. I think I did 30. Let's, let's find out. I, You know what? It's like once I wrote down all of my tears and stuff, like it just completely left my head. I'm like, I don't have to think about this anymore. Oh, yeah. Exactly. It's, it's a 30. It's 30. Nice. But it's worth it because it's shiny and it's gorgeous. And that picture took me like three days to work on because I also I wrote it and I did all the art, I should say, and the lettering and the coloring. But I hired a flatter this time. Oh. Okay, so, yeah, nice. so you, you, this is the first time you haven't done everything yourself. Right? Yeah, shout out to Nikki, who's like saving my life right now. She's the real MVP here. <laughs> nice. So um, with with Sacrimony, I know we've, we ask you this every time and I'm going to ask again because yes, I'm please. sure we have we have new we have new watchers at this point. Uh, we know it's gonna, I know it's going to run for a long time. So what's what would be a long time and how, how long would you want it to run? And is there a collection coming soon? So, yeah, in total, I'm estimating it can be anywhere between like 50 to 70 issues because like I know where I want to go, but it, it takes me a lot longer to get there than I like than I actually thought. Because for some reason, even with this first story arc, I was like, yeah, I can probably just wrap this up in an issue. And it's like, nope, wait, this turned out to be five issues. So like, <laughs> say 50 to 70, but maybe it's going to be 150. And like, my ghost is still going to be working on it 100 years later. Who knows? Uh, I hear you. I hear you. 
I mean, what you, you know, it's like, ah, oh, she went out doing what she loved and then she did it in the afterlife. <laughs> Kept doing it. How long yeah. have you had this story in your brain? Because you've had like uh, like 50-ish issues in your brain. So how long have you been thinking about it? Since I was 12 and I'm currently 37. So I'm sure someone here can do some math. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, So yeah, I I will actually do a collection after uh, book five, which I'm looking forward to doing. Because book five, like I said, it wraps up like the first story arc. So it'd be nice to have it in like a big old thick, like 150-ish. It's going to be like 160, just like with this collected story alone. And then I want to add like extra things, like little Q&A comics and an encyclopedia, because like as you can tell, uh, the world building in this is ridiculous. There's so many like custom locations, custom races. I made up my own gods. Like I had a lot of time. I had 25 years to think about this, basically. <laughs> you did the math. You did the math. I did the math. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I want to make like the the trade paperback like this whole big experience or like a celebration of like how far the story has come and just like give people as much information as possible to make them want to read more and that's actually gonna drop in february so you know will you the schedule yes awesome that's a threat (laughs) uh well okay a question for you and actually for everybody um on the subject of collections because i'm actually coming to a point where you know, I'm going to be doing a collection and I know I need a trade paperback because that's the way I'm going to be able to get people in, you know, after, you know, the, uh, the single issues have sold. But I want a big old oversized hardcover with all the all the bells and all the whistles and, you know, everything. So what's what are your what are your thoughts on that? How, how are you going to approach that? <laughs> Any y'all want to go? Or it, it was it was a question for everybody. I was yeah, being yeah, polite. I, I would <laughs> um, something that I think about constantly, but we're we're on number one, so we're ways away. <laughs> so the world will be so different by then. It's kind of like we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> but uh, we Valid. would love to do that too. We think about the beautiful collection editions all all the time. But um, we personally just love paperbacks anyway so mm-hmm. we know that that's like a definitive we'll be doing every art yeah <laughs> gotcha da- damien you were you're were gonna say something yeah same thing um you know it's in the back of my mind um but at the same time you know like i'm i was just so thankful for having the first issue of worlds away funded that you know mm-hmm. that the single issues at the moment are my main focus Sole focus but, yeah <laughs> but when but you know i like i said in the back of my mind i cannot wait to make that first um, volume, when I'll say Worlds Away Volume One, mm-hmm. collects issues one through four. I, I cannot wait for that day to actually just have that that first trade collected. Imagining it like sitting on your own shelf. Yep. I think that's like so exciting. I the can... spine, seeing the spine there with your yeah. book <laughs> name and your name on it, and like number one, and then you get number two next to it, and that's incredibly exciting. It is absolutely. <laughs> I cannot wait. Absolutely. Well, so Matt, what about you? What what are you planning to do? I mean, it's February. We know you have plans now. I yeah, I I got plans. I got I got so many plans. But you know, honestly, I would love to do a hardcover, but like the price point is a little scary, and I don't know how many people would go for that. But I was thinking maybe 
like it's ambitious as hell and probably incredibly stupid but having like two separate versions of you know sacrimony chapter one where i have like a cheaper paperback version for people who just want to like quickly jump into the story and just get through like the basics and then having this other like super amazing like collector's edition hardcover thing with like all of the expanded pages and Q&A things and encyclopedia things because I imagine that's going to take up like maybe another like 30 to 40 pages mm -hmm. and having like I, I might just like I want to do the hardcover maybe as just like a Kickstarter exclusive for that campaign just mm -hmm. to like have people get it and be like all right I'm not going to have a box of like a thousand hardcovers sitting in my like fucking shopping cart sized room. <laughs> yeah. Like starting floppies is hell enough. Like I, I can't even fathom, like I'd be sleeping on those books. Uh, well, they would be good for, you know, propping up a, a mattress, right? I mean, I've got a bunch of books upstairs too. So I know you, exactly you what, know what? I might have to do that. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> It'll keep them nice and flat too, I guess. But well, yeah. And... I... Oh, continue. Go ahead. So I, I, I was talking to Kevin about this, and you know I really love. Uh, and we've got hey, hey, Shawnee, uh, hey. hey, Joey, hey, what's up, Joey? <laughs> um, we were talking about this, and you know, a Kickstarter for a single issue is kind of the equivalent of a really limited print run. You know, so it's a, it's a limited kind of collector's edition in and of itself. So I was kind of leaning toward the limited collector's edition of a hardcover. And I love, I love the white ash hardcover. It's just mm -hmm. freaking beautiful. I mean, Charlie and Connor and the whole, and, and Finn did a tremendous job on that. It's beautiful. Oh my God. I am not fortunate enough to own that. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, I've got it up on the shelf. I'll have to show it to you. So one of the, I'll show it to you next time we're on. Okay. Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> As I'm doing my own hardcover, like I'm, I'm going to be taking notes. Right. <laughs> But, uh, you know, there is that, so there's that limited kind of collectability of, you know, a hardcover, but then there's the, I want to sell books, so I need a jumping on point, so I need yep. a trade. And the, the problem is if you do an oversized hardcover and your trade is normal sized, you don't get the benefits of the split binding. So you can't print all of them at once because your hardcover's different size than your trade. I'm yep. like, ah, so... <laughs> Shit is complicated. It's more complicated it than it needs to be. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, sorry for the digression. Let's let's jump back to sacrimony. So if if somebody was coming in here cold and and you wanted to point them toward either you know like one of the catch up tiers, what's what's kind of the tier that you would point those people to, and then what's the tier that you've been either most surprised by or the one that, you know, you, you, you kind of love the most. Oh, you, you know what the answer to that is already going to be. Cause you probably saw my thing on Twitter about it, but uh, <laughs> I mean, for, for the catch up tiers, I try to keep them reasonable. Like mm -hmm. there's the digital catch up tier. You get five books for $15. Cause I mean, they're, they're PDFs. It costs me like nothing to distribute them. And like, mm -hmm. I, like I get so salty when I see people are like, Oh, catch up tier books, one through three digital $30. I'm like, I want to read this, but you don't want me to read this, do you? Like, come on, guys. It's just PDFs. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, so, yeah, there's there's the digital catch-up. There is also, you know, I can scroll down to my tiers here also with the, uh, the things, and it'll look a lot better than me just scrolling through. 
You can tell I've yeah. done this before, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's the, the physical ketchup bundle, which I priced at $23 for five books, which I still think is a hell of a deal because That's like awesome. Yeah, because I like, all right. I mean, I did my my reprint campaign for Sacramony one. So like those are paid for. I have Sacramony two sitting around that are also paid for and three and four and whatever that were paid for by previous campaigns. So I wanted to once again, keep the barrier of entry low so that people just like get into the story. Mm hmm. So, uh, yeah. has, has that been really popular for you so far? Uh, let's find out because I'm right here. We got <laughs> we got two backers, but I I also did like a super duper early bird special where I <laughs> sold all five gotcha. for fifteen because I was just like, you guys, please read the story. Like, I I hate sounding like I'm tooting my horn, but it's like it's one of the most underrated indie comics right now. Like, it's so good. Like, I need you guys to read this like yesterday to realize like what a gem of a story this is. And and I'm gonna make you blush, but the art is gorgeous. I mean, it's it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, it's your your reprint your reprint of number one with the red Sonya cover is just yes, yes. beautiful too. Thank you. <laughs> That's uh, the one I got. Sorry. Yeah. You, yep. 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 Because because it's a good cover. But uh, yeah. So so the tier that that makes me happy when people buy it is just when they go for this naughty nun cover. <laughs> like there are people who have just picked this and nothing else. Or I, I also have a, uh, a bundle with the, the naughty nun cover and like the standard and the magnet set, but it's like, yes, you guys know why you're here. <laughs> you, you know what you came here for. And it, it makes my day because I really like how it came out. Like it's sexy. It's kind of silly, but also it's like, Look at the detail on this. Like, somebody please buy this. I worked so hard on it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, all right. Um, is there anything else you want to mention before we move on to the next project? Or... Uh, aside from saying, again, please read Sacrimony because it's underrated <laughs> and it's fabulous. And it's like, uh, I know people probably see, like, the super pretty art and they're like, oh, like, what a fucking pretentious looking comic. But like, no, if you know me, like I live in the Bronx across from like a literal crack house. There is not a pretentious bone in my body. I promise you, like you're getting lowbrow toilet humor with like pretty art. Nice. Very nice. That's, hey, that needs to be a pull quote. Lowbrow. <laughs> You're getting lowbrow to toilet humor with pretty art. Quote by Totally Kevin Joseph. Oh, that's right. Totally <laughs> Kevin Joseph said that. <laughs> All right. All right. Enough awesome. about me. What about you guys? All right. I'm going to. You can go ahead and stop sharing if you want. I, I, I could. Yeah. That. I will. How do, how do I stop that? And uh, there we go. Damien. Damien, we will come back around to your project. Oh, sure. and. Uh, Oh, by the way, before we jump into that, Shawnee said, uh, thanks for keeping your pricing for the ketchups within the realm of reasonableness. And she's happy to take advantage of oh, it. So thank awesome. you, Shawnee. You're the real MVP here. <laughs> All right. Let's get the banner for... Uh, there we go. There is Worlds Away. And let's go ahead and... Can, can you share your screen? If not, I can share and uh, you can talk me through it. I believe I can. All right. And I know we were talking about the nice blurring effect that you've got going on. It's awesome. <laughs> so, so you're doing something right. And I'm betting that when we share this, it won't be blurry. And it's not. There we go. <laughs> there it is. Nice. All right. So um, let's let's take a deep dive into it. Let's you know go into the story. Let's talk about the, the team. Uh, you know because we'd love to make sure that everybody on the team gets credit for you know all their hard work because yeah you know, absolutely. This, 
these um, things don't don't happen without letterers or colorists or inkers and all those things. So yeah, it's it's great. So let's let's take us into it, sir. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, this is World Away. Uh, we're on issue two. Um, uh, back in June ish, I think it was June. I actually had the first campaign for um, World Away number one, and mm -hmm. it kind of exceeded all of my expectations. Um, I love so, to hear that. But yeah, you no, know, like. Uh, it, it, it was great. I, I was absolutely floored by the response I got from it. Um, but I do want to give a shout out, just like you were saying, to the, the entire creative team, because I literally couldn't have done this without them. So shout out to um, Christian Prunesti, who's um, the series artist, Luana Cristini, who's the colorist, um, Reed Hinkley Barnes. He does a lot of books, um, indie books. Um, he's the letterer, Devin R. Scott, who is the editor. Um, and shout out to Joey, who um, who just commented. Uh, he's I'm working with him and Brian Hawkins and Patrick Foreman on another story that he kind of announced earlier today. Um, but but yeah, Worlds Away is um, is a sci-fi fantasy action story. Um, it's 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 um, in a nutshell. I, I I pitch it as Radiant Black meets God God of War. If you guys ever played the 2008 version of God of War, um, but it's a uh, <laughs> Like I said, it's a in a nutshell, it's just it's a simple story, a mother and a daughter um, with this high tech armor. It, uh, you can see it right here. This high tech armor, like an Iron Man or a Power Rangers type armor. There's uh, they get they crash land on a um, on a, an alien planet, but it's not like a sci fi alien planet. Um, it's kind of a mystical, magical kind of alien planet because um, I really wanted to play with the, the contrast between sci fi and fantasy. Um, so that's where they end up. And the, the whole thing is that the, the mother and daughter, they do not get along. They, um, the biggest thing, that's the whole crux of the story. Um, they kind of hate each other. Well, they don't hate each other, but you know, they don't get along at all. But the mother, um, Serenity, she would literally do anything to keep her daughter safe, um, her 11-year-old daughter safe. Um, but you know, the, along the way, they meet some, some formidable foes. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's like like I said, it's a sci-fi fantasy action story, and you'll see a lot of that. You can see it by this by the banner that I chose. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's go. Ahead. I guess we can go down and share a little bit yep. more. Um, this oh, so is, you're doing, are, are you doing multiple covers then? Yeah, I have actually um, three. Uh, I, let me see. Can you guys? Yeah. You, see that yeah we can see yeah we're seeing everything you're you're showing on your screen right now um so this is the main cover this is by christian prunesti um and this is the first one i actually had uh sunando c i don't know if you guys read end after end by, from vault comics i actually reached out to sunando um he's the he's the artist on end after end um and he's a great dude he's like i reached out to him and he was so friendly he was so kind he was so respectful and everything and he was I couldn't ask for like a better collaboration. He was great. And he get, actually got me cover B, um, this cover nice. right here. Um, that is so touching. Yeah. Um, a really nice cover. Thank you. Um, so I tried to kind of hit all the spectrums when I, I did all the covers. So the first one is pretty much what you're going to get. It's the there's, um, a big action scene between this mystical, magical foe and this high-tech sci-fi sci type um, protagonist. Um, but along the way, you know, there's a lot of touching moments. Um, I try to make, like I said before, the big, the crux of the story is the relationship between the mother and the daughter. Um, but in the previous issue, spoiler alert, the father passed away. 
Um, but, and the daughter, uh, Mackenzie, would rather be with um, her dad. She definitely oh, man. prefers her dad. And then, you know, it's kind of like, um, it's a very extreme version of my life. You know, obviously when I, I don't hate my mother or my dad or my, or my dad, <laughs> but it's just like, an it, it, it's kind of like shout outs to my entire family. But that's the second cover. I wanted to really show that emotional side. Um, mm-hmm. And then here's the big action cover that it's completely contrasting <laughs> the second cover. Um, but it's this huge one. Um, it's a huge battle that happens at the beginning of the store of the issue. Um, and this is by Samuel Awunze. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Magic Powder. He does the cover for covers for oh, Magic mm-hmm. Powder by Jeff Schiller. Um, I reached out to him. Great dude as well. He was so kind. So, you know, so great to collaborate with. I told him, hey, do whatever you wanted. I, I, I gave him the first issue and I said, do whatever you wanted. And he gave me this. And I was like, dude, that's that's perfect. That's um, amazing. But he's a mm-hmm. he's a good dude, too. And I, you know, shout out to Samuel Awunze. Um but those are the three covers. They're all, I think, I think um, cover A is $14 and cover B and C are $15 plus shipping. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, nice. Yep. So uh, what, uh, what's kind of the, the genesis of the story? How long have you been working on this? Uh, you know, oh, where- okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the story kind of started off with um, uh, a couple years ago, I had a Kickstarter um and that kickstarter my first one it was called imaginary um it kind of it 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 didn't get funded i was like i've been there man it's it's a rite of passage i think that's a rite of passage i've been there (laughs) yeah um but it was it was a great learning experience that's what i tell everybody that i talk to about it was a great learning experience um but after that failed you know i kind of put everything on the back burner but i had this story brewing in my mind um, and then when I won the Matt Cave Studios Talent Search last year, I said, "Congratulations!" You know yeah, Thank congratulations. you. <laughs> I said, "Fuck it." Um, if this comic book thing is gonna happen, then it's gonna happen right now. So you know, I had three thousand dollars in my savings. I, I contacted everybody. I reached out to a bunch of artists, and I put everything into issue one. And you know, it it all happened. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm just going forward with it. Um, but yeah, pretty much. It started off like just I wanted to tell a story about my family. Um, my mom is a huge inspiration on my life. She's a little Asian lady. She's Filipino. Um, I'm half Filipino. Um, but even though she's this four foot 11 lady, um, she would literally do anything to protect me, to keep me safe. I'm 31 years old, you guys. And um, she still texts me to this day asking, asking if I ate or if I if I need money and everything. Um, so this story is kind of a shout out to her, um, just showing what Serenity, the mother in this story, is willing to do to keep her um, keep her daughter or her family members safe. Uh, and it, the answer to that is literally anything. She would do literally <laughs> anything to keep them safe. Um, so yeah. uh, this this is this this is the second issue. Uh, what how how long do you see the series running? Is it uh, finite? Is it uh, just until you know they pry it from your cold dead fingers kind of thing or <laughs> i have the first four or five issues the first arc planned and there will be a definitive end to the first arc um and for if i'm lucky enough n- lucky enough i'm crossing my fingers um if i'm lucky enough to keep telling this story with christian and luana and reed and devin if i'm lucky enough to have them on the team then yeah i have a, a bunch more stories um to tell um 
but if not, you know, I'll, I'll still be happy to just put these four first four issues out. You know, it, it came from my heart, you guys. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm truly blessed and truly lucky to, you know, have the supporters that I have. So shout out to everyone who's back the book. Shout out to everyone who's watching us right now. I truly appreciate it. Um, All right, uh, so what, right. uh, if, if you have, uh, you know, some, some rewards you want to focus on, uh, yeah. show us, show us the, the project and show it all off because yeah, hey, you know, absolutely. we all work hard on these things, right? Let's, let's yeah, man. All right. <laughs> um, so here are just a few more of the preview pages for issue two. The ones that you, I just showed were from issue mm -hmm. one, just kind of a recap. Um, but here's some stuff that I recently got in the past month from Luana and Christian, the series artist. Um, there is a lot of action in here. I wanted to show off the action in here. Um, to show how brutal it can get. Um, I literally, when I when I wrote this panel, I, all I said was, um, "Serenity hits the witch with a right hook," um, and then Christian <laughs> turned it into this masterpiece that I turned into the banner. So shout out to Christian for making it even better than I imagined. Nice. <laughs> um, but here comes some of the other rewards. One of the rewards that I'm very very excited for is. Um, Growing up, I was a huge fan. My brother got me into basketball cards. I was into Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Um, mm -hmm. So I wanted to kind of pay homage to that with this one right here. Um, so if you back any physical reward, um, that means uh, cover A, cover B, or cover C, or any of those after that, any of the physical rewards, um, you're, you have a chance to win one of these um, holographic foil cover, um, foil cards. Uh, right here. And this was actually designed. Shout out to Pat, um, to Pete Collins, Pack Illustrations, who designed this card for me. Um, cool. He's a great, great dude as well. Kind, friendly. Uh, you know, I can't recommend him enough if you guys have any um, card needs. He's, he's the guy to go to. Um, but if you back any of the physical rewards, um, you have a chance to get a holo holographic or a foil version of the Serenity card. Um, but this card is also available um, with um, certain rewards as well. Um, so gotcha. here's a picture of the foil version. Um, regular versions are available, um, but if you do um, bag a physical one, you can get that. Um, let me show you um, the catch-up. Uh, so I do have some catch-up ones as well. Um, if you do, if you are one of the new people who are um, showing up, um, again, thank you for actually just considering backing our project. Um, the first two issues are available for $20. Um, I, it is kind of a lot, but I have to pay these people. <laughs> um, I, have to, I have to pay Christian and Luana and Reed and Devin and everybody. Um, so uh, it is kind of, yeah, I understand, um, but I'm a teacher, you guys. So <laughs> that explains uh, everything. You don't you don't even need to apologize anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so we do have the physical um, catch up, which is um, cover um, cover A and cover B or cover A for issue one and two. Um, but then I also have the deluxe version with some extra stuff along with it. If I can show you, whoops, if I can show you that. Um, which is a whole bunch of stuff that I, you know, that I wanted to share. I have the cover one and cover two, um, the PDF. I have a mini print. I have the Serenity trading card. I have a signed version of a poster that I got um, that I have printed. 
Um, a World's Away number one sticker. I have the original soundtrack. Each, each issue actually has music to it. Um, so I have that for download. And then, then I have the script as well for the World's Away physical catch-up deluxe. And that's going to be $34. I know, it's, I know it's pushing it, but I'm trying to put as much cool stuff as I can in there as well. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. And also, if you want to... Oh, there goes my other World's Away shirt. Sorry. That's me. <laughs> nice. Um, also, um, if you do want to be a part of the story, um, I do. You can create a character with plus everything else along every previous, um, mm-hmm. every previous reward. But you'll also have get to create a character that shows up in issue three. Um, I wish I had money. Oh my god! <laughs> I picked the wrong profession. Uh, like I yeah. said, is a great artist, and you know we did the same thing for create a character for the first one. Um, and, you know, he created some people sent in their pictures and they Christian is absolutely knocking it out of the park with the, the new characters that everyone bought from the first issue. So do people like does does that tier sell out or anything like how, how have you found it's been selling? Um, there was the first time it sold out pretty quick. I'm not going to lie. So amazing. Uh, only, only I love like to hear it. Four or five. Um, I think I have one left of this one. There is five, four or five on this nice. one. I think there's like one or two left for this one. Um, but yeah, it's, it's you know, it, it was always something that I wanted to do when I back Kickstarters. Um, but, and I did it like once or twice, but it is kind of expensive. So I It understand. breaks the bank. But yeah, that's that's an amazing idea. That's very cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. But yeah, that's, um, you know, I don't want to take too much time, but yep, that's. That's worlds away. Hopefully um, it piqued your interest. Thank you guys for listening to me. I truly appreciate it. Hey, thanks. Thanks for being on with us. And it looks like an amazing project. And I'm also, I was, I'm kind of taking a sabbatical, but uh, English teacher for a junior or for a junior college. So fist bump wow. there for fellow English teacher. There we go. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we all teach, English teachers all teach the same thing kind of is just to get the text or the literature yeah. gets a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. And you got to use those commas, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Uh, thanks for showing us that, and Absolutely. I think we've we've made it around to uh, to the rest of the the uh, creators here tonight. And uh, we've got Anthony and Mastefka, who are going to talk about yeah. found. So uh, let's cool. let's take a deep dive into that. If you guys could uh, share your screen. Sure I'll put that on the. Should take over that. <laughs> <laughs> that should be and it, it, if we have problems, don't worry. Mm-hmm. I can also share it. It'll just be me kind of randomly scrolling, which I'm sure everyone appreciates. That could be uh, fun. <laughs> you just go to a random spot and be like, "All right, explain this right now." What's this? Show me. Tell. Explain yourself. Sorry. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the name of the show, right? Exactly. <laughs> We're clicking through the millions of things that need clicked after oh, you click Lord. present. <laughs> Yeah, it's confusing, right? It's not as straightforward as it should be. Click the yeah, lock and changes. Put in your password. Give me your fingerprint. <laughs> What's your mother's maiden name? Give us yeah, your social security yeah. number. We need a note from your mom and a DNA sample. So, okay. <laughs> Telling me I have to quit and reopen it to do yeah, that. Yeah, telling us that we would have to quit and reopen it. Don't worry about it. I will, yeah. I will open it up. All right. And... Be prepared to explain random things. Yeah, we'll have to do this. All right, it is found, 
a space odyssey so let's do that one we had two people and in one share here. <laughs> all right yeah we've we've done that before okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> does it look like uh can you see everything okay yeah, yeah. I think so. yep. yeah. all right awesome uh so uh let's let's take a look uh let's take a deep dive into the project so uh let's talk about the creative team um and you know the genesis of the story let's just let's talk um, about it well the creative team is just us i'm the writer hey. and he does everything that's not the writing <laughs> excellent <laughs> yeah um so the genesis of it i'd say we've we've been working in this world for years uh but just the world that we created ourselves not 25 that, years but yeah not, not 25 <laughs> but. i spent a lot of those years slacking off so it's okay balances <laughs> <laughs> out somewhere yeah we um yeah, we uh, just kind of started making our own world one day just to kind of create the things that we wanted to be able to tell the stories about, the things we want to see. Um, and it, we just kind of kept it to ourselves for a while and just played around with it. Um, and it was originally the idea was a collection of one shots about um, a few different characters. And since we liked them all too much, they just deserved more of a story. So we kind of just from there kind of really fleshed out that world even further. Um, we, this, uh, for the beginning specifically, actually has a pretty unique genesis, I'd say. Oh yeah, this cover we're on right now. Mm -hmm. It's a good um, cover. Yeah, it's a yeah, very good cover, our friend uh, Sebastian Perez. Um, he's an amazing artist. He's, uh, I've loved his work forever, uh, but I've always liked, I'd say the last few years I, teased him like there there will be a reason for us to work on something someday so he was the first person <laughs> i thought of when it was like what other artists can we get on here <laughs> um uh, yeah, I think it you, you want me to go through the preview pages a little bit and you can yeah with this? okay yeah um uh, so our story well this is a great example too we um we did this original draft. Um, we submitted this for a grant um, a few months ago. We were pretty last minute and it was kind of like a rush thing. So um, it, even what he's done here from this improved work in progress here, I saw the rest of this page today and it's just worlds improved really. Um, so that's, a, that's part of the reason we're doing this too. It's, it's just, actually a background. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we've uh, changed the design a lot too. So, mm -hmm. but we um we like I said before, with like dog dog walking, we purposely have our lives kind of in a very flexible way, so we can kind of free up the creative time if we can support ourselves properly. So part of this is being able to kind of revisit everything too and kind of put it in its modern version. Um, do you want to talk about the story a little? And, um yeah said, yeah pages, yeah well when it comes to like the preview pages <laughs> it's it's interesting because we like we found like so many different places to start we kept thinking to ourselves that we knew where the start was and then we were like no, no, no let's start it like a little bit before that actually um so this <laughs> is kind of finally like the spot where we found it and it's still kind of the beginning is going to like establish where our main character dugan is um for his story uh it was kind of important for us to really like get a lot of the the sentimental kind of um strong connection that he has with his mentor across uh off the bat because it really impacts so much of what he does afterwards too yeah so he um 
Zeus is his mentor, um, and these two people on the screen with him there that you have <laughs> are his two <laughs> friends back at like where he's from that he goes back to after this happens. Um, so we're yeah, kind of playing is... with the mentor relationship a lot, but it's also found family in terms of like mm -hmm. going back to these other people too. Um, so we're playing with a lot of different dynamics in that way in terms of what like found family can mean and whatnot. Okay, cool. Very cool. Well. Uh... Do you want me to move down to the pledge levels at this point, or so we can talk about some yeah. of the rewards? Okay. <laughs> Our reward section isn't as pretty as both of your guys. Um, <laughs> we've learned a lot since launching this campaign for what to do better with the next one. Um, but we also kept things pretty simple on purpose. We didn't want to, you know, offer too much on our first campaign we wanted to keep it to the basics with like what you kind of see on campaigns like this usually um that's, that's actually yeah. really smart i made a lot of mistakes yeah. on my first campaign where i'm just like i'm gonna give a bunch of shit away for free and then i'm like oh no now i have to pay for all this shit so that's <laughs> yeah. actually a very smart move we had a lot of ideas and we were like no we, we can't do this we're too excited about it but this is just something to look forward to for a later campaign yeah it was uh, very very good we, like we both came back we both came from like retail backgrounds to a degree we like ended up doing like an Etsy shop for a while and stuff. So it was like mm -hmm. all of these things kind of <laughs> helped yeah. prepare us for what Kickstarter was going to be. But you're like, as long as we can make sure that we can actually afford all of this stuff, if it happens, then like I'm happy and yeah. it's a success if we succeed. <laughs> it's funny because I worked retail for like two thirds of my life and like I've set up Etsy shops and I've learned absolutely nothing from it clearly. <laughs> so like props <laughs> to you guys. <laughs> and we, it's you know how much stress we've gone through by trying yeah. to figure that stuff out <laughs> i can imagine can you guys talk about the guy with the big hammer that it, that was the first thing that i noticed and i think i saw a sticker i think you guys have a sticker of the giant hammer too yeah we have a yeah. sticker of the three of them on this cover well the three of them like the hammer the person but um... yeah the hammer has its own separate sticker doesn't it that is pretty yeah. dope i love it yeah. Um, so there it is. The, yes. Darren on the left, the uh, dwarf, is the mentor that da Dugan on the right loses. Um, we kind of really wanted to play with that dynamic a lot, too, with the fact that he's an older person losing the person that taught him. It's not, you know, like the team going through his journey still mm -hmm. with his mentor. It's someone that's kind of been past those lessons already and mm -hmm. is his own person already more in that way. Um, the hammer itself. Uh, do you want to talk about the hammer, the dwarves? Uh, no, bit? no, you talk yeah. about it. You can do better with it. <laughs> so the hammer, <laughs> um, funny enough, I mean, uh, we were just talking to somebody else about this today and it came up, but Thor is the first thing that always comes up when people see our hammer, but mm. it's more rooted in like classic fantasy and like mithril, things like that. Um, mm -hmm. We are but a big thing that we push here is trying to find ways to reshape uh, like classic fantasy things into a space sci-fi setting so just precious metals for dwarves mithril specifically we've kind of created um like unique bond that dwarves have with it that's just beyond just like were you, guys, for it. <laughs> were you guys like influenced by final fantasy any yeah so final fantasy was, yeah. lord of the rings, lord of the rings. Yeah, yeah, that was a huge it's final fantasy seven final fantasy eight nine gigantic things uh, for life <laughs> the reason that Mithril keeps coming up too is because the the black top of the hammer is Mithril in our story. Mm -hmm. um, we kind of went with sort of almost an opposite of 
you know, the, the sort of pristine look that it usually has. And we said, let's just make it like the, the purely black thing with like a white outline to it that would give it like an interesting look. I love it. Like it's it's such a good decision. It has so much like presence there instead of being this like, you know, frou frou shiny sort of thing. Like you know that's gonna fuck you up. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Gives a lot of weight to it. Yeah. Uh, we turmoiled over these things for months, so it's uh, great to hear that. Yeah, yeah. lots of good decisions black being made between you guys. So Yeah. <laughs> um black with the white outline actually is kind of present in a lot of like the you know, the, the title, um, all of our banners and stuff on here and everything. That's um, a really this, cool page too. That's a really, yeah. really thank you. The most important ones for us is this page. It's kind it hurt of, to make. <laughs> our first eight pages kind of, uh, we make it clear that Darren dies, but it's kind of a rushed moment on purpose. Um, I mean, we stayed it in our catch line. Yeah. Right? I mean, <laughs> uh, hopefully. I mean, we so it's not a spoiler. Page. Okay. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. We actually didn't have this page on our campaign at first. So we were like, we already talked about it. Why <laughs> we we like said this happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yes, good choice to add it as well. It's <laughs> it definitely shows like like how powerful the loss is too. That was um that was kind of one of the big things that we wanted to get across because his relationship with Darren is so important and we have such little space that he's actually with him um in the beginning, we wanted to be able to drive that point like right off the bat so that that was established early on. I'd say, too, just um, because they have such an extensive, like, history between them and we're kind of um, jumping you right past that, our cover A, um, the two of them fighting these creatures, um, our, our first page references, like, their last mission, like, the last thing that they did together, uh, it's kind of meant to be a call to this. So we're kind of, like, trying to find any way we can, too, to always kind of call back to that early on in us. Question. Like, so their dynamics. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, so are, are you going to do any, like, flashbacks later on to show, like, you know, how that developed? Yes, I'm oh, here yeah, for that. for sure. For sure, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, we definitely won't only see Darren at this beginning. He's too important to not come back up. Yeah, he's um, on the covers. Like, come on, you got to talk about right. him more, right? <laughs> you know, one of the toughest, craziest parts, too, about, like, doing the art of Darren is that he is, in my mind, such a jovial character. He's always smiling and laughing about stuff. One of my favorite panels is the very first panel because it's him laughing, holding like a drumstick and chopsticks, just cracking up. Um, it's not here, but I did yeah, it's, in a couple oh. of days. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll, that, we'll just have to back the campaign to see it. Exactly. That's what you have to do. <laughs> that, um, that, that page, though, with Darren in the middle um, is like the first page that I did. No, this one was the first one that like I really did without Darren smiling and it made me like Ooh. really realize like how yeah much that hurts hurt, you know? <laughs> because we weren't sure when he would die but we knew it would happen so to suddenly make it the beginning of our story was kind of like all right well we're just gonna jump right into this so, <laughs> so yeah we, there's a whole thing with found where so darren's last name is found too it's just a call to that but having the uh colon there um it's it, each of our characters is kind of exploring um themselves their destiny their identity and what like found family means to them the people in their life that matter to them um so we we picked dugan as like the first character to kind of highlight because he kind of sits in the middle of a lot of that um but um at the same time it's not um the kind of story where it's like a found family that will always revolve around dugan um there it's more like a web of people that we'll be pulling through 
as these issues go on and just how everything develops and how they impact each other in the world and everything. In the universe. Very cool. <laughs> the universe. Yeah, I was going to say too, I like that all of us here are doing something more on, ongoing. Um, one of the first things we heard before we really pushed to do this on Kickstarter was to start small, and we always knew we wanted this to be bigger. So um, it's just kind of nice to see other people trying to do the same thing and actually succeeding with it. So it's an yeah. ambitious start, but I feel like we have that ambition. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm no totally Kevin Joseph, and I'm not going to do 150 issues of my series, but you know, 20 is <laughs> enough, I think, for now. <laughs> yeah, so we have like um, a few certain like milestones in in place where we can kind of wrap things up with a bow on it that actually can be concluded for certain characters and actually be you know like a full story for everyone, but. Um, we see it as like three big parts. So we hope that we can get through all that. Um, With opportunities for prequels, sequels, yeah, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. The world of sound. <laughs> like, like you said, from the afterlife, that's our plan. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Love it. Well, all right. Um, any, uh, anything else you want to point out on the campaign um, while we're, um, we're taking a look at it? or? I I feel like we didn't really say enough about like our rewards and our tiers and stuff, but okay. yeah, yeah they're pretty it. straightforward. Mm -hmm. I mean, we wanted to keep things cheaper enough too. Uh, again, with the Etsy shop and things, we know shipping can suck. So we rolled shipping into everything and kind of spread it across a bit. We did a lot of math for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we just kind of, we feel like it's pretty much the basics, but then we get up here to like the $50 tier where you were at with like a custom character sketch. Mm -hmm. um, we, we too are having a lot of success with the drawing yourself in. Um, mm -hmm. We it's, it, it's been a great mix of total strangers and our best friends. So that's a lot of fun too. <laughs> we can kind of play in both areas there. Um, we actually had a um, one of the previous podcasts we did with uh, Cody for uh, Keeping It Geekly. Um, one of his friends was on and paid to get Cody drawn in. So we'll be oh. doing that actually. Aww, that's really sweet. <laughs> yeah. Great. We thought that was a lot of fun, so we're like, great, someone we, the total stranger, is getting our host of the podcast drawn in. I was like, that's an honor, really. But yeah, one seriously. of the one of the cool things that we're excited about including that we actually don't have fully worked yet because we're waiting on someone to get back to us about it um, is going to be uh, three drinks um, oh, recipes yeah. that uh, that we're going to have as a bookmark because oh, cool. um, we have a friend that does. He's a bartender. He's yeah. the bar. He's a pretty big <laughs> bartender around the Cleveland area out here where we are. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. But we, uh, yeah, we kind of commissioned him to come up with the recipes with us. And we kind of figured that's a nice little touch on a bookmark. We Very love bookmarks, cool. but we know a lot of people have a lot of interesting opinions about bookmarks and things that are campaigns. we were like, let's give them something to want to keep around. <laughs> you know? Nice. Well, all right. Um, Excellent. I think, uh, let's see, I'm checking the comments now. Uh, Joey's, yeah, there you go, Joey. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and all right, I think, so I think we're, we've, we've made it through most of the projects. Tell you what, let's do one more uh, run through of the quick elevator pitch, if that's all right for everyone. Yep. And uh, we're on your project. So let's Give me the elevator pitch for Found. 
Uh, Found is a space fantasy series about identity, destiny, and found family. Uh, it's about a group of people going on their individual journeys, exploring themselves, and how they impact change in their world. Nice. All right, Damien. Um, Worlds Away, number one and number two. It's a sci-fi fantasy action story. It's Radiant Black meets God of War. It's about... Um, a mother and a daughter um, trying to keep her daughter safe, even if it's at the expense of their relationship. Cool. All right. Awesome. And finally, totally Kevin Joseph. I mean, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sacrimony is the story of a teenage girl named Kajad who died, but she got better. But as with all mysterious resurrection stories, there's a catch. She has no memory of her past, no idea why she has magical powers, or why she has demon wings that she has to hide from society. (laughs) And it's not pretentious, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, we have a quote about that, right? (laughs) Yes, from totally, totally Kevin Joseph. That's right. Uh, All right. Um, So I think we are now to the point where we're going to talk. This is where it goes totally off the rails if it hasn't yet. So... uh, (laughs) Any, if, if, if you want to stay and hang uh, with, with Matt and I, we're going to talk about the campaigns that have been on the show previously that are still actually live uh, so that we can, you know, try to, to put, give some attention to those. We'll do the same things for these campaigns, you know, for as long as they're running. Um, and speaking of, uh, Matt, when does Sacrimony uh, end? November 18th. November 18th. All right. Yep. Uh, Damien, when does... Uh- <laughs> 13 days from now november 13 12th days. or 11th right. awesome and finally when does when is found our yeah, final out. week started today actually so november oh, 5th okay. yeah november 5th. we're just a few hundred away so we've been uh have you guys been sleeping uh barely <laughs> it's been the worst sleep schedule lately oh no just about setting a lot refresh the app just to like yeah. <laughs> just to be aware just to do something good uh don't worry you uh you're close uh kickstarter math kicks in uh you know especially the final 48 hours it's you, you guys are gonna make it don't worry yeah. don't oh worry you're super all. close yeah you're gonna get it yeah totally well all right uh if you want to hang with us uh Feel free. If not, no harm, no foul. I know it's late on the East Coast, and that's when people need to go to sleep. And on the West Coast, it's about time for people to eat. So if you're (laughs) in the middle like me, it's late-ish, and I hope I'm not eating now because that would probably not be good. So, all right. He just got off work at 10, so we are going to go, but I'm going to hop on and watch live still in the chat. So, all righty. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. Great talking to you guys. Thank you, guys. I'm going to hop off too. I've I've been up since 4 30 (laughs) a.m. Oh, no. Yeah, get out of here. What are you even doing here? Thank you. I appreciate the help, guys. Thank you for having me on. Great meeting you. Thanks. Yep. Nice meeting everyone. Thanks. All right. All right, so All what right. do we got here? I only know of what two campaigns, got? but okay. I know there's a uh, Gage and the Dragons tier because. Uh, well, uh, let's talk about that one. Uh, All right. Gage and the Dragons tier issue numbers one through four. All right. Yes. Um, um, amazing artwork, incredibly dynamic, and it has my favorite type of main character, which is someone who kills people and steals shit for a living. I highly recommend nice. it. <laughs> Perfect. 
we also have uh, No Spell Lasts Forever. Uh, oh, yeah. That that, it's, it's a noir urban fantasy comic about a woman who died and made a deal with the devil that uh, she can get her life back if she corrupts a pure person. And I believe it ends on November 3rd, so it's only got about, uh, it's on its last week, I would guess. I uh, believe so. Uh, yeah, I can, I I can so. check, because I, okay. I know this. Uh, let's check and see. All right. Five days to go. Oh, my goodness. Five well, days. She's, All right. And she's killing it with funding, too. Amazing. Yep. Go, Sarah. Yeah, abs- go, Sarah. That's right. Go, Sarah. Um, next up, I've got uh, Surprise. Uh, <laughs> Four Secret Comics by J.M. DeMatteis, which is a pretty amazing uh, campaign with some um, some veteran artists doing some amazing work. Uh, I seem to use you in the word amazing a lot. Um, I mean, there's a lot of amazing things out there, and it's amazing. So exactly. It's amazing. So we're just yeah. going to use that word. Uh, it's, it's four separate projects, uh, with uh, each with a different artist. Uh, from Spellbound Comics, uh, the, the the backers uh, are going to back, if you back one, you can back individual issues, you can back all four, or you can back a collection of them. But the, but the backers that back all four will then get to vote to see which series is going to get a full five-issue series treatment. So it's oh, pretty so cool. There's a little competition <laughs> in there, huh? There's a little competition there. Little competition. And it's by like J, it. J.M. DiMatteis, who is... Uh, you know, a veteran writer who's written so many great stories over the years for Marvel and DC and other independent and independents. So yeah, definitely check that one out. Very cool. Uh, uh, let's see. That one's going to be next week. Next week. Uh, oh, uh, Cobalt's Castaways. Short stories about cats for kids. And I think I've got that one. I've got that one somewhere. Uh, cat. Oh, it's a cat scratch press. So that nice. is more, I think, an illustrated kind of book for kids uh, that has lots of different adventures of cats. Uh, definitely check it out. It's, yeah, I think she said there was like 20 short stories or something in there. Yeah, so. there's quite a few. Yeah, it's it's a good looking book. So definitely give that one a look. Uh, we did that one. Oh, uh, Decay by uh, Anthony Stokes and uh, team. Uh, yep. Number three is out. It's uh, how did he describe that? It was uh, uh, something. It's kind of like a Frankenstein esque type thing where, right, uh, yep. yeah, a man dies, his sister brings him back to life, and like for better or worse, he wants revenge against the guys who killed him and his friend. Yeah. And so, yeah, it it seems like this seems like it's going to be a good part of the story where like. The sister looks, probably realizes that, like, oh, shit, I made a mistake. Yeah, and the subtitle looks like for this one is All I Know is Pain. So maybe don't go in expecting, you know, rainbows and unicorns and butterflies. I mean, that's and also <laughs> relatable. Like, yeah, yeah, all I know is pain. Yeah. 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 Wait till you're over 40. Let me tell you. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. So we've got that one. Um Let's see, Gage. All right, that's it for the 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 uh, the projects that have been on the show. Uh, but I have some. We have some friends that are uh, kickstarting some. That have some live Kickstarter projects now. Uh, for instance, uh, Moana, 
uh, is doing her journey to, and I'm sorry, Moana, I apologize. I know I'm going to butcher this. Is it Ikua? You can, I, it... I think so. Yeah, Ikua. Uh, I, I can if double I'm, check. If I'm, if I mispronounced it, Moana, you have my permission to come yell at me anytime you want. It's, uh, you can uh, also I'm... yell at me if I butchered it. I think it's Ikua <laughs> or Ikua. I, I'm, I apologize, but I tried. Uh, uh, but it's an all ages fantasy hardcover. Uh, I think it's based in the same uh, adventures of, let's see, Nakoa and Nohea. I probably Nohea, also butchered yeah, that. Yeah. So, but uh, it's... the art is so good. Like, people yes. should be backing this. I don't, like, it's, 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 it needs some help. Like seriously, mm -hmm. it, it needs definitely. more people in here. Yeah, definitely. Go take a look at that one. And I need to put it on the screen so you know where it is. Where is it? Uh, I don't have it on the screen. So you know what? I'm going to copy and I'm going to put it on the screen. Oh, I, so there. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to copy and paste it and send it to you. But you got it? I got it. There we Excellent. go. You can see how. Aren't we so professional? We really we are. We are. We're doing good. We're, we're good. <laughs> All right, and then um, Harpy of the West uh, by Rio Burton uh, is a kind of a gothic look at uh, the West, and it's got some gorgeous art. Uh, Rio Burton's a really amazing artist. There, I use that word again. Um, and if we want to take a look at it, you can go here. I believe it has, uh, let's see. I haven't seen it's, that one yet. Hmm. It's got about... Ooh, let's see, uh, 12 days left, I think, on it. So uh, definitely give that one a look. Uh, our pal uh, Frank Martin has The Polar Paradox, Equator's End, number one of a two-part. It's actually kind of a, an interesting thing for Frank because he usually does single issues or kind of the max double issues. And this is a two-issue two sequel to The Polar Paradox. So he's actually doing... What's you know amounting to a four issue series, which is kind of a, a stretch for him. So it's uh it's it's good stuff. Frank's is, Frank's a great writer, and he's, uh, you'll, he's also you'll like never super prolific, right? Like he's he's always doing a Kickstarter like every month. I feel like I always see something by Frank Martin, unless there's multiple I, Frank Martins. I don't know, or maybe I, he cloned I, himself. I think he cloned himself. I really do think he cloned himself. Uh, so Frank, give me the secret so that I can actually get more than one issue of my series out a year. I would really love some help with that. <laughs> I would also like to clone myself so one can actually write and the other can art. That'd be great. Oh, well, then then I can only imagine the you know writer yelling at the artist and the artist yelling at the writer. That would be really kind of awkward, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, it'd be fun. There'd be so much cursing. <laughs> Probably not for right. the artist or writer, but for onlookers, <laughs> or it might be a little awkward. All right, I've got, um, let's see, one thing left. Oh, yeah, that guy. Um, that guy. Oh, game. I know that guy. The game. Charlie Stickney is back on Kickstarter because... Because he's what? Charlie Stickney. He's Mr. Kickstarter uh, now. He is Mr. Kickstarter, and he's got the game, which is a sci-fi uh, comic. Uh, number one came out, I think, last year. I think it was last year. Um, and this is actually issues two and three. It's got some great art by Connor Hughes. And Connor Hughes, uh, it's pretty much the same team from White Ash. Although I think they're using... They have a different colorist. I know that. They have a different color. Yeah, yeah. it's not Finn. It's not Finn. So, uh, but it's it's more of a sci-fi bent as opposed to White Ash, which has got more of a fantasy uh, aspect to it. So definitely take a look at it and... I think that's 
uh, all I've got, except I did want to shout out that Sharp Wit and the Company of Women uh, funded. Yes. And congratulations to uh, to everybody over there. That That's going to be a great, great looking book. Uh, the Color of Always is a great looking book. And, and this is by the same editorial team. So oh, cool. definitely uh, congrats to them. And, you know, even though I'm continuously jealous of Clay Adams because he's Clay Adams. Right. Congrats. Congrats, Clay Adams and, and Mick Byers on DreamQuest. Uh, that funded, I believe, yesterday or the day before. It might be. It might have been the day before. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I think I had checked it earlier in the week and I was like, oh, man, there's only three, three days left on that. And they absolutely killed it because oh, it's yeah, what Clay absolutely. Adams does. That it, they do. They just that's the way that's the way he rolls, man. Yep. So jealous. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Same. So I think that that is about it. Um, hey, how's sacrimony going? It's going. <laughs> it's going good. It's going good. <laughs> I wonder. Um, I'm, I'm oh. curious. So you know, we've got we've got some time uh, unless sure. you need to go. No, I'm um, good. So I know when I'm writing a script. I I describe the panels. I, I don't describe layouts, and there's unless there's something very specific, some specific effect that I'm going for. And it's still, hey, if you can do it better, you know, no problem. And I know we've probably talked about this, but as someone who is a unicorn who does all of this stuff, jealous, jealous. I'm very jealous. I'm jealous of you and Clay now. Dang it. Aww. All right. Anyway. Uh, I just need to start pulling in Clay Adams numbers. Damn it. <laughs> how, how do you, do you go full script? Do you only do plot or are you doing like layouts first and then scripting after your layouts? How, what's the, because, uh, you know, as a writer, it's words first for me. It's always words first. I see this picture and I try to describe it. Mm. But for you who, who can skip so many steps you know in the middle how how do you approach uh your script and then how do you approach an individual page it's a lot of fuck around and find out for me <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie like i i think about the dialogue first because sacrimony is very like character driven and dialogue driven so i don't have to worry about like oh how's this action scene gonna look i'm gonna have to like script out this fight or whatever so I just, I do the straight dialogue first and I try to fit it on the page. Like see, I, I know you guys talked about page turns before. So, you know, like see what I can put like at the bottom corner to make somebody want to turn the page or to, or at least to make them feel like each page encompasses like a specific thought. So mm -hmm. once I get that down, I start doing the thumbnails and trying to find out like, what do I need to draw to actually make this happen? Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, shit, I need to edit the script and take out a bunch of shit. <laughs> it's like <laughs> a whole process. So, yeah, it's it's mostly just working around the dialogue itself. Like I'm I'm it's ironic because I'm not the kind of person who can actually envision the scene and be like, all right, let me try to get it onto paper. Like most of the time, I don't know what's going to happen until I actually put my pencil on the paper to draw. And I feel like it it's kind of an advantage in a, in the way that I'm not like married to a particular idea already like oh well I saw this in my head this is what I have to do like I can just like feel it out even with the dialogue and stuff I'm very loose at first with what I want to put and then it's like as I'm going I kind of feel it out and like 
edit myself and try to see like, all right, what needs to be done to make this good? It's not what I want. It's what the story wants, if right. that makes sense. Or I could be a crazy person. Or why not both, right? <laughs> but yeah, I'm, it's always thinking about like, what, what does the story want and what do the characters need versus like, what do I want to happen? Well, you know, and I, I really like that, you know, you mentioned this, you know, I don't know what necessarily is going to happen on this page. And, and from a writing standpoint, I kind of like that, too, because, you know, I'll get some interaction with characters that, you know, I would not have, you know, I, I didn't plan. It's just like, oh, this kind of makes sense here, you know. Aren't or, they the best? Yeah, this, it's awesome. <laughs> it's totally you awesome. always get the best moments, like, serendipitously. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, this character's a hugger. Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> you know, I don't know. And it works. It just works. And then you you have this, now you have this running thing from like a spur of the moment idea. It's like, all right, well, there's just always going to be a hugger. Yeah. And, and then we can make it awkward over here. And then we can, you know. <laughs> I, I love moments like that, actually. Like, it's. It's very, it feels organic, like as a reader reading those things and like, you know, seeing awkward reactions to hugs and it's just like, oh my God, they put that in. I love this so much. Absolutely. Like, I, I love character quirks, I got to say. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Well, is there, is there anything that, uh, that's going on that you want to chat about or, or have we reached the end of the, the, I guess the fuckery for this week? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... The only other thing is that, like, oh, my God, I got another cat <laughs> off oh, the streets. Okay. Just just free cats. Free cats everywhere. I saw that. I saw that on yeah, it's, he's like He's like a mini muffin. Like, I got a, a, like, exactly, like, on October 28th of last year, Muffin walked into my house, and it's just like, all right, I have a cat now. And then, like, now I, I got, like, another orange cat that's, like, an ex like a miniature clone of him. So, like, right around this time, like, I guess I just be picking up cats in late October. I guess. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note and uh, f so that I can check in with you next October and find out, you know, if your cat menagerie <laughs> has grown. <laughs> I hope not. They're expensive to take care of. I gotta say, but I I love them. They're adorable. Uh, I you, you know, know another one might walk in. Who knows? And specifically, knows? an orange cat. Oh, it's got to be orange, right? Black and orange is that? Yeah, orange and white. <laughs> Yeah. Like little little white socks and mittens. Here's a, here's a comment from Shawnee. There you go. You get a cat. You get a cat. And you get a yeah, cat. Yeah, Shawnee. No joke. Everyone on my block has at least two to four cats. Like our cat collecting game is way strong because there's like there's so many strays and you know people don't want them, especially around this time when it's getting cold. It's like you know what? Just take them all inside and they're your cats now. Forever. Forever. <laughs> they found yeah. a forever home. Yep. Yeah. But you're right. Uh, you know, this this little guy back here has been somewhat expensive because he's eaten a couple of rocks. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! That get that that got expensive. He hasn't done it in a long time, and I hope oh, he never good. does it again. But was it was it like a puppy thing when he was like really little, or was it just like a grown dog, like I don't know better kind of thing? He, one of them was kind of an accident um, because Stace was walking past him and she said something to him and he looked up and it went <laughs> and oh, no. we were able to get the basket and get that one out so that one oh, was okay good. and then i think it was maybe a year later I mean, he may have been about two uh he just 
he ate another rock and we're like oh, he had to have surgery this time which oh is- my god no so he had to wear the cone of shame and everything until it healed exactly. oh that's so sad <laughs> but cone dogs are also kind of cute in like a really yeah. sad way right it's like <laughs> exactly. oh you poor little bastard like what did you do what did you do and but now he's uh he's, he's just on sticks sticks down i can deal with sticks you know he, he likes to we we tell him it's funny he'll um He's smart. He's really smart. So I like how that's in quotes. <laughs> yeah, he thinks he's smarter than he is. Um, okay. So he'll he he has like his you know these bones that we've bought him, or he likes to collect socks from around the house. So he'll take this stuff uh-huh. in his mouth, and he we call it going on a bone tour. And nice. He'll walk around that. He'll walk around the house with it, and then he's got to go outside. And when he goes outside, it's like hmm. I have stuff in my mouth. If I get a stick that's this long and put it in my mouth with all that other stuff, they'll never know I have a stick. He might have been a <laughs> hamster in his past life. <laughs> so he'll come back to the door and I'll I'll be you know you know squatting down there in the door going, you know, Otis, buddy, that that's a stick. I see it. You can't bring the stick in the house. <laughs> and he'll like and he'll like, hmm, I'm gonna set it down. So he'll set it down. And then he'll pick up his stuff again that he had in his mouth. Then he'll pick up the stick again. He's like, he, he doesn't see it. I know he doesn't see it. I'm like, My God. dude, dude, it's still in your mouth. Give me, give me the stick. I will leave it outside. You can have it tomorrow. And finally he'll go. And you can hear it. It's, he'll go, <sighs> he just sighs like that. Aww, like, he gave he's up. Like, yeah, well, it's like these stupid apes. Damn it. I hate these apes. <laughs> They're so annoying. <laughs> Telling me where I can't put my sticks. How dare they? How I dare? Oh, exactly. Uh, oh, and here we go. We've got a comment from Porter's Jones. <laughs> yeah, I was well, just you. about to remark about that. Like, it's so regal. So the boys, uh, so my sons, uh, got it for my wife Stacy for her birthday. I think a couple years ago. So what? Uh, you can go on uh, this website. You take it. You have if you have a picture of your dog they'll do a painting based on a pose this is and funny enough this is the ambassador pose and he's a basset hound so we call it the ambassador it's oh that's so good (laughs) i love puns (laughs) and um so they got it for and i'm like you know if people don't want to look at me they can look at something cool you know (laughs) behind me and it's and they always ask about it like yeah that's that's otis he's he's our basset hound uh oh my god uh, that uh, a hey, whole box of crayons rubber bands and yes rocks wow all right shawnee i need to know like <laughs> the crayons are supposedly non-toxic so like what what had to be done there if anything i just imagine rainbow poop as, <laughs> right? that's also what i'm thinking like rubber bands would be dangerous yes uh, absolutely very dangerous but uh all right so enough digression about my very uh, expressive basset hound, I guess. Um, <laughs> I guess thanks for thanks for being here, totally, Kevin Joseph. And oh, no problem. <laughs> yes, Honestly, rainbow... if, if oh, sorry, continue. I'll, I'll... Rainbow I poop. It was. <laughs> oh, nice. Also gross, thanks, but also nice. Yes. Thank you for answering that. I wouldn't have been able to sleep tonight if you didn't answer it. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you so much for being here in place of Kevin. I appreciate it. And it, uh, it's always fun.
Yeah, no problem. I mean, I was I was gonna say like if anybody like if anyone has to step out and they need like someone to co-host or whatever, I'm happy to step in. Like I've I've done this awesome. before. Cool, very cool. I will definitely let Kevin know that. Yay! And thanks, Shawnee. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> and you have an awesome weekend too. Yes, have an awesome uh, weekend. All right, it's I been think amazing that's it. weekend. Have an yeah, amazing because that's yes. the word I'm using like today apparently so everyone have a great and amazing weekend and i think that's it for us so that is. thanks for tuning in and thanks y'all we'll we'll see you next week thanks again bye everyone night